What is up, everyone? It is your host, Aaron Karnas, once again, with the main man, Christian Tercius. How you doing, bro? Doing well, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Um, just chilling, doing summer classes and boring stuff, adulting stuff, essentially. Um, but we're not here to talk about adulting, and um, we're here to talk about some football. And we also have a special guest with us. We have my younger sister, Radford University women's soccer player, Alexis Karanos. How are you doing, Lil Sis? What's up? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Um, How's everything going with you? You know, training and, you know, rad, you know, how's Radford and soccer and all that? Um, Doing well, you know, I have two seasons under my belt. Um, Just trying to improve as much as I can and just trying to get better every day, fitter every day, you know, try to be the best in the field, off the field, you know how it is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. there we go. We love to see. We love to see. You got a championship under the belt, yeah, too. Yeah, I got a Cham- ring, you know, yeah, trying to get yeah. another one, hopefully. <laughs> two more, hopefully. <laughs> hey, hey, we're working on that. We're, on that. we're not here talking about Bradford soccer. We're here to talk about professional soccer. Yeah, sorry. sorry. We'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll be another episode down Maybe the line. Maybe if it's big enough, yeah. Yeah, when it gets big enough, we'll, we'll see. But let's talk about some European soccer, shall we? So first, we have the Premier League final games of the season um standings are as according man city obviously champions that was down at the time three weeks ago uh man united in second liverpool in third chelsea fourth leicester fifth chris tell me what you think about leicester sliding all the way out when they spend literally three-fourths of the year in the top four and sliding to fifth place. I just think it's crazy, you know, because, you know, Leicester was obviously having a great season. And then at the end, you know, they were, like you said, they were in top four for for majority of the season. And then Liverpool, a team that was totally out of it, ends up creeping back in there. So it was wild, you know. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, and it sucks because, you know, once you get Champions League football, you get more money for the club. And obviously Leicester wanted that. Um, it just sucks that they're in Europa League again, but I feel like that's more of their their tournament. I think they'll 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 go farther than that than the Champions League. Yeah, I agree, I agree on that. But to be honest, I thought they had a lead too over Tottenham in the final game. Yeah, they were up one. They dominated the first 20, 30 minutes of the game until Harry Kane. Until Harry Kane showed up, Gareth you know, Gareth Bale got subbed on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Then that's when the whole game changed. Literally, and it's four two to Tottenham, and I was like, really. Like they were with, they're up one nil off PK. Should have been like yeah. two nil already, and then next, and then Chelsea loses two to one to Aston yeah. Villa. So as soon as I saw Chelsea lose, I was like, "Oh, Leicester got this in the bag. Leicester in the Champions League. Let's go, Chelsea <laughs> out of the Champions League. Come on!" But then I saw, you know, that they lost, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah." I was yeah. like, in the biggest game at home, and you choke, and yeah. I'm like, I felt so bad, but. You know, they're still top five finish. That's still impressive yeah. for a side. Yeah, watching for- the FA Cup, I was a little, like, hopeful for Leicester. And then Chelsea kind of came through and surprised us all, I guess. Oh, yeah. They definitely did. And it was crazy, too. I, remember, I don't know if you remember the, the, I think it was the last goal when Gareth Bale literally just dribbled by a couple of players. Yeah. And no one pressed them. Literally. And he I'm, just passed it in the back of the net. Literally. I was, I was like, man, literally, I'm, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, I'm going all out. I'm it was going vintage Bale, yeah. It was, it was vintage Bale, but still, it was just like... You know, you're on home, you know, you're on your home field. Right. You're fighting for a Champions League spot. You're all you the games work are ha- a little harder. Yeah, all all the games are happening at the same time, so you gotta 
win out. You have to win your game. Mm-hmm. At the end, it just came down to who wanted it more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Even though Chelsea did lose to Aston Villa 2-1 and got smacked. So, <laughs> literally. So, um, so yeah. So, tip, so, I guess I got... I was right. I guess Liverpool and Chelsea to be in the top... To end in that third, fourth spot. Yeah. But what was your... Did you expect the way that this season played out? With Liverpool being... So underwhelming, and then the end coming up so strong, and then Chelsea also being someone underwhelming under Frank Lampard, and then yeah. Thomas Tuchel coming in at the second half of yeah. the season and just taking this team to the top to of the, the finish. finals of Champions League too. Like and I, don't know, I think, like TT definitely like outshined like a lot of the coaches. Like I just think he kind of surprised everyone too. Like watching his first game, they were tying. Like he tied his first game, I think, as a mm-hmm. coach. They were tying. A bunch I was of just games. like. Yeah. I was a little nervous for them, honestly. And I was like, they went from losing to just tying. So I'm like, you know, we couldn't couldn't be going up too much. Right. And then out of nowhere, they're like winning all these games. They're playing well together. They're attacking. They're scoring goals. Like, And they, they look organized. So it was like, I don't know what TT did with them. But yeah. he, he got them ready. He got them prepared yeah. for sure. You know, Frank did a good job in the first, honestly, like first third of the season. And then... After the new year, it just started going downhill for them. You know, they weren't scoring goals. They were dropping points. And, you know, Thomas came in and transformed his team. You know, he, like you said, they were well organized. And honestly, I think they look, they're, at least from this past season, they're the most organized team I've seen in terms of how they play defensively and in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the middle of the park as well. They struggle a bit offensively, but I mean, you know, summer transfers, hopefully, it's, you know, it's coming up. And if they get a shoe number nine, you know, like I know that they've been linked with Lukaku. If they get Lukaku back, imagine, you know, he's got pace too. And we've seen it in City all year too. He can, he can put some goals away. So I think that's yeah. like their main goal now is to get a number nine and, and, mm-hmm. and get someone that can put those away. But, but we'll see. But yeah, this whole season's crazy. You know, Man City was what, 13th? They were, they were 13th. Yeah, and, and they, they ended up winning and with what, like two weeks? It was three, three weeks. I think it was three yeah. weeks left. They had. So. And then Man U was kind of just coasting the whole time, set in second for so long. And then, uh, you know, you saw teams up there. That, you know, I think it was nine different teams throughout this whole season that at least sat in first place for a game or so. And then it kind of just went all over the place. Tottenham, who ended up seventh, was first in the league at one point. So, yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've never... I was rooting for Tottenham. Yeah, me too. Little, yeah. <laughs> they were first place, like, you know, yeah. Son, and, uh, Son and Harry Kane were connecting, looking well. And then it yeah. all just... Yeah. Went downhill. Yeah, literally Harry Kane leaving this summer, so we have to talk about that. We'll see, yeah. Late, you know, when the summer transfer window starts heating up, he's obviously going to be a major component yeah. to any any Premier Leagues. Yeah. Um, Did you just see Pochettino might want to go back? Yeah, Pochettino. Yeah, freaking um, Ancelotti is back in Madrid. Yeah, that's So Everton's, Everton's a vacancy. And I feel bad for Hamas. You know, Hamas, <laughs> Ancelotti convinced Hamas Rodriguez to go to Everton. He plays what half a season there or a whole season whole there, season and, and then, then yeah, <laughs> and then Hamas was like, "All right, bro, I'm out." It was a it was a good ride, but and then Hamas got dropped from the Colombian team as well. For the Copa America. Good they got ten. Yeah. They got top ten. I mean, but at least yeah. it's something. They, they, were, they were in. They slipped off in the second half of the season. I know they were one of the teams. They were, that were, they were in, in, like fifth and six, fifth yeah. six. Because they, they were they were one of the fewer teams or one of the last two teams in the Premier League in the beginning of the season that were still undefeated. Yeah, and then it. Then, started going worse and worse. They got knocked out the FA Cup by Tottenham, and then the whole season kind of just went downhill from there. But, but yeah, it was a crazy year. It was a crazy for year. all leagues, Every, yeah. all leagues, especially this one. Yeah. Liverpool slipping all the way to eighth. 
you were just like, what's I was going scared on? for them. I was they were, like, oh, yeah. Liverpool yeah. dropping was, six straight. Heck, yeah. Six straight home games, losing six oh, straight home like, games. I was like, they have no chance. No yeah. chance. And they ended up, like, all the way back up top. Right. Like, I was really surprised by them. Especially with all the injuries they had, too. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke out, Joe Gomez out, Jordan Henderson out. The whole out. back line. The whole yeah, back they, line was out. Allison I remember they had Henderson, well. like, the center back at one point, too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what is going on and with then, Liverpool? And then Allison was playing balls at the back and give them away. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, this team is... Yeah, I was like, Allison was like choking in the back. I was like, oh my god, like, (laughs) and then ends up scoring that header for them too. That's that's, when he scored the header. That's literally when (laughs) you believe that Liverpool is gonna get back into the top four. If it wasn't for that goal, they they I don't think they definitely would have missed out. You have one like the they have the most like insane top three like with um, Sane, Firmino, and um, Salah, right? They Sa- all- Sane. Sane. No, not Mane. It's Mane, Salah. I always get those confused. I always say Sane. I mean, Mane. <laughs> but, and, like, just their top three. Like, you know, Salah is fucking... He's insane. Like, he, he's he got, always, they, like... They get, he, he, always got second, he got second in the gold boot, right? I believe so. Yeah, he got he second in the gold Harry Kane? Yeah. Because Harry Kane had a brace on the last day. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah he did. He so, did. yeah. But, like, I was just, like... Allison, of course, came through for them in their yeah. like top. It's crazy, there. yeah, because Firmino had an off season. Mane, Mane probably had the the worst, worst. of the three. Literally, la- then, compared to last year, he had oh, the yeah. worst. Like it was just he had what thirty goals last season. Now yeah. he barely like cracked. I don't even like hear him he on anything. I don't hear him like on the board at all. Like he's not, he's not assisting. He's he didn't not scoring. look himself. Like, yeah. yeah, he really didn't. It was just just something else. But you know, yeah, it's, but it's, every, uh, yeah, you can't. It's Everyone summer. You know it's over. Human. It's yeah. over. It's the end of the season. But yeah, crazy, crazy year for the Premier League. And can't wait for next season. Yeah. Can't wait for next season. And we've got, what, West Ham in the Europa also? Yeah, West Ham so. also in the Europa League. Oh, yeah. They got sixth place. Yeah. And they got Lingard up there, right? Well, Lingard's back on loan, sadly. He's yeah, back, he's back on Man we'll, we'll see what happens with him, see. though. He might get a chance. To be honest, out. I think he, feel, he will get transferred out. I think yeah. West Ham's definitely going to pursue him. They should, yeah. They should. He, I mean, I feel like he helped them a lot. Oh, he did, yeah. When he, when he went in there during the winter transfer, the January transfer, he literally was one of the higher scorers. When he literally was making everything happen for them. Whether it was creating a goal or taking someone down the you know the you know the byline and putting a ball in or putting away the chances. You he know. looked really good on the field too. Yeah, he looked like his old self. Yeah, and you know it looks like Ole isn't doesn't have much faith in them, but you know he's definitely someone that that you know at least any team in the top half could use. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that. I agree. But let's switch it up. Switch it up right. to a different league. Let's switch up to the Serie A. Oh. Oof. Inter Milan, so standings go as a follow. Inter Milan in first, AC Milan in second. Shocking. Right. Atalanta <laughs> in third. Juventus squeaking in that fourth spot. And Napoli in fifth with Lazio in sixth. Man, the last week of the Serie A Napoli, was absolutely uh, crazy. They choked, bro. They, they choked. choked. They had the easiest schedule of all the other teams. They had the easiest schedule. And they choked against Verona, bro. Hell is ruined. They choked. It was two. What was it? Two two. Yeah, they. Ended it was time. two two. They ended up dropping points, and then no, it was one one. Was it one one? One one. Yeah, but I, I remember they went up first, and mm. then uh, Verona, Hell is Verona, ended up coming back and, and tying it up. Because imagine, dude, imagine if if Juventus, you know, would have been out of the Champions League, would have been in yeah. Europa League. Mm-hmm. You pay so much money for Ronaldo to go there to win you the Champions League, and you yeah. end up in Europa League. That would have been. But they did also win the Copa Italia. But you don't take Ronaldo to win the Copa Italia. That is true. Nor the Serie A. You're the, you get Ronaldo to win the Champions League. 
So, that is true. That is true, but they did win the Copa Italia against uh, Atalanta. Yeah. But the big that was shock, a massive game, too. That was a massive game. That was a really good game. That was that was a very, really good game. At least the first half. At least the first half. That game was very <laughs> Even though Chiesa was... Chiesa was on fire. Honestly, Chiesa, this whole season, for me, has been on fire. He's been their most consistent player. Yeah, I agree on that. Chiesa has definitely been the most consistent player for Juve. He was just... Every big game you saw, he was just taking on players, and he, you just looked like the best player. Yeah, 100%. Like you just, like even better Ronaldo at times, and I was like, dang. Yeah. When the going got tough, Chiesa was the one that was stepping up. Absolutely, absolutely. But the game that really, really, the team that really shocked me that got second place was bringing AC Milan. Second place right. for AC Milan. Right. I was like, oh man, I think because last game when we were talking, it was Atalanta versus AC Milan, and we're like, okay, AC Milan. They're kind of rocky. We obviously know what Atalanta has been able to do with Juventus Zapata, with um, uh, Muriel, oh, yeah, their Pacina, squad. Pacina, yeah. oh, the whole Those squad ends. was stacked. And that's when you were like, Ace Milan, they weren't looking so hot. And they come out and win 2 0 against Atalanta. And I was right. like, mm, okay. I'm convinced that Atalanta. I was like, yeah, we'll let you guys win. Let's uh, let's work together to knock out Juventus, but yeah, yeah, pretty but Napoli <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> Napoli couldn't do anything. They couldn't do a thing. But yeah, that was um, good for AC Milan. It's second place in the Serie A. Yeah, you obviously, know? you know when they when they dropped off from first place and their season was looking bad because I think they weren't what like a good like five or six games where they were just catching L's or, or, or drawing. So yeah, I was pretty well. But good for them to stay in second. You know, um, it was interesting too. Inter won. Because earlier this season, they got knocked out of Champions League, like dead last. And they got knocked out by, I believe it was Juventus, right? In the mm-hmm. Copa Italia. Mm-hmm. So the only thing they had to focus on was was uh, Scudetto. So well, they put it off and, put it off and just did it really well. Yeah, being first different winner in the Serie A. Like what, 11 years? 11 years. Yeah. It's been 11 years. And last team to do it was Inter. Exactly. So Back when uh, Jose was there. Jose, yeah, when they won yeah. the treble. Yeah. That was the last and time. And then Jose's now at, at Roma. Which is crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, literally, um, yeah, Juventus. Let's talk about Juventus just right. barely squeaking in. Yeah. Um, so based on this result, fourth place, do you think Ronaldo is staying at Juventus with another year of Champions League? Mm-hmm. You know, them obviously winning the uh, Copa Italia, massive trophy, good for them. But <laughs> um, do you think Ronaldo's going to stay at Juventus because they got fourth place? Um, I think he could stay. Uh, I don't think he'll make any, you know, I don't think he'll make a decision until after the Euros, but, you know, as we know, Andrea Pirlo just got sacked. He did get and sacked. They brought, and they brought back in Massimo Allegri. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his experience, you know, was just there a few years ago. So, you know, he actually, he actually has a coach behind him now. So, and they have a good squad. It's just, they just didn't, they they weren't organized. They had honestly watching Juventus, you never knew what you were gonna get. If it was an organized team that that defended well, or was a team that was that was pressing and trying to score some goals, it literally you, you you couldn't tell what their game plan was. So I think under Massimo Allegri, a coach that does have some experience, has won some titles, even took a Juventus team to the Champions League final that they lost against Ronaldo. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think I think I think he will stay, especially that he sees that he actually has a coach behind him. But you never know. He might go to yeah. How's that what, go get, back to Man U? Man U, like, maybe, maybe. You think he'd end his career at Juventus? No, no way. No, no. I don't yeah, see him. I don't if anything, you know, he might go. He could go back to Portugal, play for Sporting. You know, mm-hmm. they are in the Champions League. They just won the 
the the their league over there too. But true. if anything, I see Ronaldo going to. I've seen links to like PSG. Yeah. Roma, Some United. If he's somewhere gonna, with money. Exactly. Yeah. He's gonna go somewhere that can afford him, and that will be exactly like Man U, PSG. I don't see. Him. There's no way he's going to City. Yeah. So, no. besides that, he probably if not, he's probably just at Juventus for a couple years, and then. You know, make a trip out to MLS. Go play for yeah. Mr. Beckham. So. Yeah. Alex, your I opinion, really hope so. Your opinion on Juventus. How do you think Juventus play? Well, obviously, they play up to regular Juventus standards. Fourth place yeah. isn't their standard, but, right. you know, watch. Obviously, you've seen a couple of games in the yeah, Champions League. Like, I remember watching them, like, earlier, and, like, you know, it was, like, Ronaldo scoring all these goals, and, like, they were connecting, like, they're at the top of the table, like, all this stuff, and then, like, towards the end of the season, you don't really hear much about them. They're not scoring goals. They're not... Like, Ronaldo's not doing as much. And, um... I don't know. It's just... They seem like a different team. Yeah. They're just, not gonna lie, this entire season, watching Juventus and Serie A and in the Champions League, their midfield was absolutely awful. Especially Bentecourt. Bentecourt was awful. Off-season. Off-season. Season. Definitely a bad season. Wes McCain was definitely... The body got hurt the entire season, so oh, okay. he wasn't really. Was he saying. he later on the season yeah, he, he did he did good. Um, obviously he scored he scored like a couple goals at yeah, the end of the season, but ones too, yeah. yeah, important ones. But um, yeah, their midfield was definitely off. Artur did not look comfortable in that no. system. He just looked bad. Yeah, like, I was like, you know, obviously he's still young. He's 23, 24. Right. so he's still young, but he just did not look good. You know, he made that one mistake against. Who was it? Um, it was a back pass, wasn't it? It was a back pass. It was that's, against. That's all Bene- that. It was against uh, Be- yeah, Benevento, and Benevento. they lost one nil. Yeah, I was like, he he got the ball taken away from him so fast, right. and it was just like, and that was their issue this whole season too. Either it was you know they they just played you know carelessly at the back, or they ended up passing it to to another team striker, and he would just take someone on the score. But you know, but I what from what Juventus was trying to do, I guess you can say it didn't like. Artur was was comfortable because obviously Artur is a more possessive guy. You know, doesn't really play balls forward. He's more of like a playing a ball, you know, side to side. So, but we'll see. You know, like you said, you know, he's still young, but there's a lot of midfielders in that team as well. You got Rabio, so Ramsey. There's just so much. There's in so there. many midfielders. Yeah. Pentacor. Pentacor, exactly. There's too many that you can pick from, and they're still linked to so many in the summer. Yeah. So it's just like, what what does Juventus? Juventus, I feel like they spend a lot of money on positions that they do not need. Right. Like, they spend a lot of midfielders when you already have, like, seven. I'm like, you need seven midfielders. Right. You have enough players. But still, it's just... With them coming in fourth place, obviously, them not being satisfied. Right. They're going to still be a major... Still pursuing something better, of course. But it's just like, it just feels different in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's just like, Pirlo literally just had one season and got kicked out. Yeah. So it's just, it feels like a different Juventus for some reason. Yeah, obviously it wasn't the standards that, you know, it wasn't Juventus standards, that's why he obviously got sacked. But mm-hmm. I feel like two positive at least to take away from this season were just two individuals, and that's Kuluchevsky and Chiesa. Absolutely. I feel like if they can, you know, keep those guys healthy and then... If they can, you know, put on performances. Because those are the two guys that won the Coppa Italia, essentially. So if you can have those guys, those two guys, you know, healthy and and, and continue balling, then I think that they'll be okay as long as they, you know, figure their stuff out in the midfield and defensively as well. Because you've also got old guys back to like Chiellini, Bonucci. You got, I think we'll see a lot more of Demiral and mm-hmm. uh, Delic next season. 
Um, and I think they need, they're going to start playing you know, younger guys around the pitch as well to, to get the job done. Because they got some young guys that have experience. You know, they, they, they played well this year. Um, it looks like Pilo didn't really... This, the, top, you know, the, the, the few times that he played the younger guys, they did well. And the, the few times he played the veterans or like tried, to mixing, tried mixing it in, it didn't look too sharp. So, I don't know. I think Messi, you know, Allegri, I think Allegri will, will get it. He'll figure it out and get it done. So yeah. Make yeah. it more consistent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But the Serie A, man, we were literally talking about it every week. And yeah. it was just, every week Sur- it was surprising. changing. Surprising. It was changing. Yeah. Every week. Like, every week you would look, besides Inter, two through six was always just changing. Right. Every team was Green in arrows, it. Green arrows, red arrows. Right. Literally, it was just yeah, like, Juventus was, like, Juventus like was in, yeah. Yeah. Literally, Juventus was in second. They ended up in fifth. Yeah. Then you're like, oh my god, why, you know, how the hell they ended up fifth? Right. It just crazy. It was just a crazy, crazy league. And what's crazy too is, you know, next year is going to be interesting because you know uh, Conte ended up leaving after winning the Scudetto, but you know he wanted he wanted more money so he can purchase players, and you know Inter's trying to, you know, budget budget exactly, and then they actually signed uh, Lazio's coach Simone Inzaghi. Mm-hmm. So and you know he's done. He did pretty well until the end where they where they fell off a bit. So I, we'll see how good he does with Inter, but I think it'd be alright. Yeah, I think it'll be alright. Yeah, especially if they can keep Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez. It's gonna be tough because they have a massive wage bill, mm-hmm. but but we'll see. Yeah, but the Serie A is no longer a one league, yes. a one team league. You got a bunch of teams that have caught up to Juventus, so that's what we like to see, and you know it's gonna stay competitive. Yeah, and Milan has a bunch of youngsters that gained a lot of experience this year, so. You know, it's gonna be it's interesting. Gonna be good. Next season, it's gonna be a very interesting league. So, on to the league that we love, La Liga. Not this year. Well, not this year. <laughs> <laughs> not at least not this year. At least not this year. But um, yeah, Atletico Madrid winning the league. Luis Suarez coming in clutch. Thing. Yeah. Luis yeah. Suarez coming in clutch. That was like the most like ironic thing right. to have ever fucking that Luis Suarez right. like, gets sold, Luis Suarez gets sold at Barcelona for what 7 mil for 7 mil and wins the league for Atletico Madrid in right. his first season there right. <laughs> scores the winning goal yeah like with, with a few minutes to spare mm-hmm. like, like it was a nice goal shit I can't even lie but like of course that would happen like I'm a Barca fan you know I, I loved Messi Suarez Neymar that was my favorite like Trio. Up I think the top. that's everyone's favorite trio. Oh, well, I mean, it was like <laughs> everyone prime, <laughs> like Barcelona. Like that was like what really made me like fall in love. With I think it. That and, everyone, like, anyone that grew up in was, our generation, loved. I'll MSN. take up. I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll probably take the 09 generation. We'll see. That was yeah, back I mean, when they had Henri. That was Ito. right before mine. <laughs> like right before. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's for a later. What's we'll that? We'll talk that's, about that later. But yeah, episode, yeah. We're, but, we're all Barcelona. But yeah, like Suarez, like doing what he does best you know like just finishing yeah, yeah and i i definitely think barcelona definitely like disrespected him right in the way that they let him go like definitely for he definitely should have gotten paid more as well like yeah they let him go for very cheap to rivals yeah like, in the like, same league like, yeah exactly <laughs> and he ended up doing what barca couldn't do you know right like, like exactly because they, like, didn't, they didn't have the actual number nine if, I, I think if barca would have kept suarez obviously i think what also inspired Suarez is the way he left in a new challenge because mm-hmm. he was looking a little sluggish at his last year at Barca. Yeah. But um, but I think that you know that's what Barca needed because you know Griezmann isn't necessarily a striker. Messi can't put all the goals away either. 
Dembele, you know, when they put him up top with Messi flowing on the balls, was wasting a lot of chances. We saw that against PSG in the Champions League second yeah. leg. And then Braithwaite, you know, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like... It's, come on. It's just like the old players, too. Right. Like, I don't know. It's like, it just doesn't look the same anymore. Yeah. But I'm just glad that Madrid went trophyless this year. Yeah. Yeah, was that's it? finally, finally <laughs> yeah. when, when the last time that happened we dreamed of trophy was that was probably back in shoosh I want to say definitely probably during the pep years oh yeah. the last time they won trophy list, I would last say year. no last when year. Barcelona won the treble oh yeah when Barcelona won the treble yeah that was that's the last time they won trophy list. Yeah. so what is it six years yeah six they years it, five, six, five, like no, five, five to six years since yeah. last time they won trophy list. that's crazy yeah that but Big news out of Madrid was Zinedine Zan's leaving, leaving Madrid. And like we said, Carlo uh, Ancelotti is coming in. Um, he said he wants to play with Sergio Ramos again. And, and like, Gareth Bale. And Gareth Bale. Yeah. So I'm like, you're going to bring back... Well, Gareth Bale is coming back from loan. But Uh-oh. still, it's like... like why, why is he resurrecting all these right. pa- players past their prime? Um, Sergio Ramos literally played this season four games. He played four <laughs> games this entire season. Out of in one calendar year, he played four games. All ten out of ten performances. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> I wish, but nah. One of them was in the remember one of them was in the Champions League semifinal yeah. against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, mm. and he absolutely looked terrible. Right, garbage. Yeah. And then was out for an entire I mean, month. Yeah, Chelsea was running them to the ground, though. Yeah, <laughs> so. a bunch of youngsters against a bunch of old guys. Timo and Werner versus Sergio Ramos. I wonder who's going to win that. Yeah. Well, minus the finishing. Yeah. 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 Sergio like, Ramos, even as a center back, is going to finish it in Timo he's Werner. Just like, he's like, you know, I think you're going to miss it anyways. Yeah, he's like, yeah, bro, go, we won't yeah, be go ahead, I do. Courtois got you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Courtois did, though. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. But, was like, but, but, but the thing is... Real Madrid, they have a lot of stuff to fix. Oh, for sure. They have so many areas to fix. What are they going to do with Eden Hazard? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with um, possibly getting Kylian Mbappe coming in? <laughs> Obviously, you have David Alaba so, yeah. coming in from Bayern on a free, which is a steal, which is a bargain. But but how is Madrid going to pay all that money for Mbappe? That's what I'm saying. They're over here trying to still force a Super League, and you're saying you need money. You know that's And that's the difference, too. You, know, you see Barca signing all these free transfers, you know. Uh, Madrid got David Alaba, definitely a good pickup sign, but or a, a good pickup. But I think what's it, what's going to be important for Madrid too is that they have Ancelotti coming back in. You know, uh, a new face. Zidane's been there. You know, well, he was there. For what Ancelotti was there for like a couple years, I think, when mm-hmm. they won their first, when they won the La Decima, right, mm-hmm. their tenth Champions League, and uh, didn't he get sacked or he got let go like halfway through the next yeah, season? Pretty Zidane sure. yeah, came in yeah. something. I yeah. forget. But but yeah, I think it's at least for the Bale situation. I think Ancelotti coming in is a good sign. You know, I feel like he can get him motivated again, especially after the way he ended the season with Tottenham. And, you know, if depending on how he plays in the Euros with Wales, you know, he, he could come back and inspire. But I think there is also some bad blood there, not just with... It wasn't just with Zidane, though. I think it was also with with their, with Florentino Perez. Perez and the fans also. So I think it'll be tough. But I feel like if anyone can do it, it'll be Ancelotti. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Bale, but he can just stay, he can leave. Yeah. But it's also interesting is Hazard, you know, how that whole thing what ended. Is, like, how, what are you gonna, like, yes. what do you think Real Madrid, I want to get your opinion on What do you think Real Madrid is going to do with Eden Hazard? Because he's being such a distraction, you know, outside in the media, obviously celebrating with, with Chelsea. Chelsea players yeah. on the pitch. 
you like know, laughing with laughing them, with them, hugging them. Right. Exactly. It so, looked really bad. So what, what like, do it looked, you think? It looked horrible. Like you know, the memes that I saw about yeah. it, I was like, I was like, maybe Eden's gotta go back. You know, <laughs> right. it looks like Eden's like, hey guys, like so glad you won. Tail between like, my legs. So, yeah. so, so do you think? I, personally, I think Madrid's gonna sell. Hey, they have to sell Hazard after yeah. what they did. He's thirty. Obviously they might, on the and he didn't perform well. It would have been different if maybe he was like making a difference, but I really don't think he like performed up to par. Yeah, no way. at all, and like was injured a few times. Like I just that definitely wasn't the hazard that like we saw at Chelsea. Yeah, he was like so. injured, overweight, and then mm-hmm. the Chelsea thing was basically like the t- you know like the boiling point. It was like, guy, right, this is yeah. this is not working out. Yeah. yeah, but the other question is uh, transfers that Madrid may bring in. So Mbappe. Do you think they're gonna sell some of their young players to help fund for Mbappe? Like yeah, they can maybe probably, Vinicius. But they resigned or, right. Modric, maybe. so like what? they did just resign with right. Modric. But like, who else would they sell? May, I, personally, I, you could probably do like a nice school. I don't know, Vinicius, like a Hazard, a couple young guys, and and Mbappe and some cash. But yeah, but it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough because Mbappe's wages. His, his, Mbappe wa- is Mbappe. his wa- payment plan, like, right. like his wages are gonna be through the roof. Like we're talking about Neymar style and wages, probably a little bit more than Neymar, right? Like, so it could make history of killing pretty, Mbappe. I think like, I think it'll make history. Yeah, either him or Holland would. Yeah, would be we'll, we'll, Oh, Holland for sure. Yeah. So where do you is that something you guys talk about too? Like, do you think Holland's gonna move to from Dortmund or no? Uh, probably not this season. Not this yeah, year. I think he's gonna probably be there for another season, and he, then he, he's I gonna mean, he's, he's, he's gonna move. But yeah, unless he kills it in the year, all right? Unless he yeah. kills, unless he absolutely well, they're not even in the year. They didn't even make it. Norway didn't where's he from Norway uh, I think yeah Norway oh yeah I thought, he, I thought it was Danish for a second yeah. my bad, my bad. No, 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 Norway didn't make it yeah my bad I thought yeah. it was Danish yeah it blows but yeah um, rewind <laughs> cut it out yeah cut it out here. <laughs> now you have to edit edit okay. now you have to edit <laughs> there's no editing it's all 100% raw hold <laughs> up we need an editor <laughs> that's not a little dirty <laughs> 100% raw, 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 raw audio, raw audio. But, Monday night raw. But yeah, right. <laughs> Wednesday. But yeah, look out! Look out! But yeah, I'm gonna actually talk about Barcelona a little bit more. So recently, we've seen them making all these free transfers. I love it, and I think they're actually really smart transfers. Yeah. Um, they just spent eight mil on uh, Emerson from Betis, even though he was on loan. He was on loan. Yeah. He was on loan, and then came, and then they bought him permanently, and then we had to pay. Batty's back for yeah. him. So, um, yeah, so I want to get y'all opinions on how, on how uh, Jean Laporta is doing his business. What do you think about it so far? Do you like the moves that he's making so far? I like them, yeah. Um, and, and I think it shows you also the difference of what Bartomeu did and what Kuhn did. And, uh, you know, it's, it's silly because I've seen a lot of guys or a lot of people on, on, on Facebook or, you know, just social media saying, Oh, you guys let Suarez go for very little, but you brought the guy at the same age as him. You know, at the same age as him. It's like, yeah, but you also have to understand it was different. It was on. It was the club was being, you know, ran by someone else. If it was the mm-hmm. same president and he let Suarez go and picked up, you know, Kuhn, then it'd be like, okay, that, that seems pretty, you know, foolish. But it was another president that let Suarez go, and then you know Laporta came in, and the fact that he was able to get Kuhn for free, yeah, you know, when you're paying that's... him less than ten million for his, you know, for his salary. It's it's important, you know, and the fact that he's able to get Eric Garcia, you know, obviously, I like seeing that because he's a, you know, he played, he grew up in La Masia, he understands the Barca way and stuff. He's a little short, but, you know, I think he can get the job done as well. It kind of reminds me of what happened with, with Piquet, 
when he left, went to Man U, and then he came back free, and look at everything, PK's won, you know? I'm not saying that's going to be the same, you know, it's not going to be, he's not going to have the same career as him, but, you know, it's, if he can at least do, have half of PK's career, or at least be, you know, a, a strong person in, in the back line, you know, we need all the help we can get back there, so, and the fact that we got Emerson for very little, he balled, he's been balling out for, for Betis, you know, so, he's been doing well in that right wing, or the right, uh, the right back position, so... I wasn't too convinced with Des, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think so, Des was. I think Des, I think Des yeah. was somewhat of a panic buy. Yeah. At the deadline for Komen, I think he just wanted, you know, to sort of submit, yeah. you know, have a little bit of influence over the squad. Right. So like, oh, I can get these Ajax players, and Des was like the first one that came to mind because that we desperately needed right back because Jorge Roberto oh, yeah. was getting injured. Yeah. And he got injured this entire season. So, yeah. but um, what do y'all think about? Um, these other free transfers that Barca have with um, Donnarumma coming in, possibly coming in. Uh, obviously, uh, Wijnaldum, he's confirmed to be coming to Barca and possibly Memphis Depay, Depay coming yeah. in. What do y'all think about those transfers coming in? Uh, I think Wijnaldum would be, be interesting because I feel like he does also have that like extra like aggressiveness to him on the pitch, which Barca does not have. You know, they, they have a lot of finesse players, but no one that can really stick anyone in there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every team kind of needs that. He kind of reminds me of, like, a, a Mascherano in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that won't be a great buy. Depay as well, you know. Especially, you know, if, if it's free, screw it. Why not? You know, you can always have... You can always put them under contract. You know, say those players have a great season or an okay season and someone else wants to come by, you know, it'll be it'll be it'll be profit. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I'm totally cool with all the all the free mm-hmm. free chances we can get, especially with how much debt Barca's in. Um, but I would if they get down a rumor that'll be whew, as much as I love Ter Stegen, that'll be that'll be a nice battle to see who's gonna be number one. Yeah, the starting keeper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what's your thoughts on the possible chance for rumors that these free chance for rumors Barca has? Um, just surprised, honestly, because Barca has always been, like, kind of, like, the top of the league, you know, like, they've always had the money and, like, all that stuff, so hearing them just, like, bring in free players is definitely, like, a surprise, but, um, I think it's smart, definitely, like, you know, I mean, if you get someone for free, you can just sell them, and like you said, you're just making profit, so, but I think that these players coming in definitely will help them in a different way, but, um... It's just a surprise. That's yeah, all I can yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say one thing too, because you know Bayern is when you look at Bayern's you know recent history of of who of who they bought. You know they took they got Lewandowski for free, and look at Lewandowski's been balling like crazy. You know he got mm-hmm. they paid very little for Upamecano. You know they're known to make these these great transfers, and to see that or at least because you know when you pay so much money for players, it's a risk. Look at Dembele. Coutinho. Coutinho flop. Griezmann. Griezmann he hasn't. Of. He's been. At least he 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 works his his you know his his tail off. So you know I can appreciate that at least. You know you see yeah. him tracking back and defending, but they've they've done so much bad business that and they've all been you know risk and panic buys like you said with Des and none of them have been working out. So to ha- finally have someone back at the club that can has an idea you know of what to do. He's been there before. Mm-hmm. You know he's the guy that that signed. Ronaldinho, you know, back in the day, you know, and it's that Henry. yeah, Henri, some of the toe, you know, like he got he got players that of quality, you know, that the that the coaches wanted or maybe they didn't want, but it, for the most part, they all worked out. And the fact that you're getting all these free players, whether they're some are old, some are like in that their prime years, some of them are really young, you know, it's it's less of a risk, and you know, you get to reap the reward a bit more. So yeah, yeah I agree on that. I agree on that. But 
kudos to Atletico Madrid for winning yes. this league. We want a little bit of a tangent with Barca, but we kudos, we always yeah. do, but kudos <laughs> to Atletico Madrid for winning the league. Thank God Real Madrid did not win. You think Simeone's staying? I'm not going to lie. I do want to see someone different. Yeah. I do want to, even though, yes, he did just win the league. I feel it's like kind of a legend with them. He, he is a legend. He, yeah, he's, he's a living legend. There's a lot of legends that play at Real Madrid, but in my opinion, he's been there for so long. You know, I feel like his style. You know, we obviously in the Champions League, his style doesn't work right. anymore like it used to back in the day. But I just feel like he. They need something new, something fresh. Yeah. Like they just need like something completely different. From Simeone, that that's different from Simeone. That's like someone offensive, like someone like a Thomas Tuchel, someone like that. Yeah, someone similar to that, but not you know exactly like Thomas Tuchel, but someone that can shake things up. Yeah, because Simeone has been like, let me park the bus and hit you on the counter. You know, he was so successful in that with Falcao, Diego Costa, you know, players like that. Morata, a bit if eh, not really, but I don't know. I, I don't see a team playing counterattacking football with. <laughs> With a what thirty five year old, thirty four year old Luis Suarez, right. yeah. so exactly. So and yeah, Jack Felix not playing as well. Yeah. Anymore, so. so if you you know, you know, and they got players up there with speed like Carrasco, Llorente, you know, Correa, you know, Correa's issues that he can't finish at the time. So, mm-hmm. but I would, I definitely would like to see someone. I would like to see a fresh face at Atletico Madrid. You know, someone that has a different, you know, mindset, a different style of play. That would be yeah. that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do um, going into the next season. It's going to be exciting, even though it's early, like a three-league, a three-team league. Yeah, we'll, but we'll see with Sevilla, too, because this we'll year with under Lopetegui, they, you know, they, they finished fourth, and they played well, and then you got, you know, some some stragglers back there, like Sociedad, Betis, who's been mm-hmm. playing all right, some of Villarreal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Villarreal gets into Champions League. Even that though they true. finished seventh this year, exactly. So. so even though they finished seventh, we'll get into that actually just now. Right. So yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. But want to do one more, two more games? Let's do it. Two games left. Let's dive into them. So first, big game for the final week of the season was the UEFA Europa League final: Manchester United versus Villarreal. This game, the during the full ninety minutes, it seemed very boring. Oh, it was awful. It was literally the one of the worst games I've ever seen. Like it was so boring. It was so back and forth, and like literally, like they. It seemed like the it just was play, being played between like the eighteens. Yeah, exactly. Like it was like they would get to the corner and then they just come right back out, or like they would get a cross off and then just be right back out. Yeah. You know, it was like nothing. It was no like desire to score it didn't seem like it, it was they were just like content to be like okay the ball's in the middle of the field they can't score from there like right. they're we're just gonna sit both right. teams seemed like they were okay yeah, with that i was surprised on how Villarreal was able to contain united's attack yeah because yeah. cavani they neutralized cavani rashford looked out of it yeah you know, rashford he, definitely like i don't know Rashford like he was going through the motions half the time. Yeah, it, was... it just like he was like, okay, I'm gonna try to just touch it by him and just beat him with speed. But they, I guess they either closed him down too quick or whatever. I don't know. But yeah. he just he just seemed really off for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think the Gerard Moreno's goal was definitely you know important for them at first to to get that goal ahead goal. And they was like, ah, let's sit back. And then Man, 
excuse me, Man U going forward was just so uncreative. It was so it was boring. so sad. It was literally. It was so side to side. They were literally playing yeah. through McTominay and Pope, but they were just like giving it to them, and they would just pass it wide, mm. get across, and yeah. it was just so seems so seemed robotic. Like ro- yeah, robotic. Yeah, there's like no penetration sad. passing at all. Mm-hmm. Like they barely even got penetrated. Like I felt like Cavani didn't even get many touches yeah. inside the yeah, box. It didn't seem like risky play. You know, like exactly. you know, like oh, you gotta make like the defenders like stay on their toes. They just seemed kind of like content. You know, like oh, Cavani's gonna stay in front. Like we're gonna just sit basically and they just didn't know how to go through them right like, it was it was funny because i remember watching the game and i was like oh let's hope that uh, you know i was just so excited to see a final again i was like bet you know i hope this game you know it's 120 minutes and pks and like half to the first half i was like oh my gosh i hope not like i don't think yeah. i can watch this much longer <laughs> like <laughs> it's still going like yeah fucking sad <laughs> it was literally so boring but yeah. um this game did go the full 90 and no one scored in overtime, so this game did go into PKs, and it took the entire team to determine the winner. And David De Gea <laughs> missed a PK. It was one of the that softest was the PKs. Most nonchalant PK I've ever. I think that was the softest of, PK. One I, of the, like I don't know which one was worse, Aguero's PK or his. That was one of the softest PKs. <laughs> like, I've like, ever seen. was like pretty fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Not gonna but lie, then De Gea's was like I was like, bro, you can kick it. 80 yards like on the fucking pitch just smash it in yeah sma- like, literally the keeper literally went before him and he smashed it on him and right. then he's like okay maybe i can finesse it in right like, he, what the he hell are you thinking hey but let's be fair if the goalie would have dove the other way it would have been a lovely pk it would have been a <laughs> but he read him like a book yeah. literally he opened up his hips like all right bro i'm telling you where i'm going and really he rang like, him and was like i'm going over here bro <laughs> yeah he's like bro let's just end this real quick i'm gonna go here <laughs> he's like, i'm kind of tired of it. <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to enjoy my holiday before the euros <laughs> but yeah literally um what do you think about the game in general so were you more disappointed in united or were you more impressed by sevilla and how they played in this mm, game yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> Were you, so more disappointed in United or more impressed by Villarreal? Um, I wasn't necessarily impressed by Villarreal just because they were literally parking the bus. You know, they they, they got the go ahead goal with Moreno and then they ended up, you know, Man U ended up tying. But there was, I think I was more disappointed in Man U because literally there was no, I, there was nothing creative of their play at all. It was mm-hmm. so boring. You know, they could have made the game a bit more interesting. You know, they're, they're, like like we were saying, there was no. You know, four passes whatsoever. It was just going through either the back four or the, or the or the midfielders, and you know, Rashford was super silent. Only person mm-hmm. I felt like was running around trying to do something was Cavani. You know, who's what like thirty four years old, also like bro. Yeah. Like, some of those younger guys, you know, like there's so much hype about Rashford, Bruno Fernandez. You know, like those players have to step up and try to create something during those games, and you know, it's a final. Yeah. And I think uh, like definitely taking more people on and not yeah. like just depending on like the pass like that that penetrating ball or like the the cross like or getting a head on it like you can't do that every single time right and then you saw daniel james come in and he was at least attempting to take players on you know like that was mm-hmm. like oh my god it takes Daniel james to come on to to try to create something for man U, who's been the bench warmer for majority of the whole season you know yeah. mm-hmm. so i was more disappointed in man U and the fact that i thought man U was gonna win i'm actually i'm actually glad that Villarreal won 
because I always like to go for a little bit more for the more of the softer side for the La, La Liga teams. Yeah. But I did predict Man U win this game, so I was disappointed about that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, your your thoughts on the game? More impressed by Villarreal playing or more disappointed in United? Um, in I think I'm actually kind of split because like. Um, because I know, like, Rashford has always been, like, a dangerous player. And, like, he's always hard to cover, you know. It's always hard to defend speed. And, like, you know, he's good on the ball. And so he's a good finisher, too. So I think they did well with, like, shutting him down. Um, and also Cavani. Like, I think they did well defending them. Like, that, their back four definitely, like, stopped them. And I think they definitely did a good job. But um, I definitely was disappointed with Man U and, like, not figuring Like, at halftime, like... Not being able, or like even at the end of the game before overtime, you know, not being able to come up with a plan and be like, maybe we have to do something different, and like you know, either different formation, different tactics, or whatever. But I just think like, in order to win the game, I don't think either team like made the right decision to like, is someone gonna take the risk and like maybe put three in the back and like we're gonna go forward and right. like you know like you want to win the final like you really don't ever want to go to PKs like personally I wouldn't want to make my team play 120 minutes and then having to like stand there and then go take a pk yeah so like if you can finish the game in 90 minutes 120 minutes like i say try to do that so i was kind of like disappointed in both teams with that because i think they definitely could have you know stuck their neck out a little more yeah and been a little more like aggressive and i don't think either team was yeah i um i would have to say i'm in if i had to you know answer the question i would say i'm definitely more same with Chris. More disappointed in United. Um, more, I'm disappointed in one player, and that's Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, never. He's, he's the captain of the team. You were given the armband. You're the ten. You are the man. And we've been hyping you up this entire season. You, you know, in the Premier League, you might be PFA Player of the Year. You're, you know, I'm giving it to Ruben Diaz. Sorry, I, I'm giving it to Ruben Diaz. <laughs> But he's a nominee. He's nominee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a nominee for PA Player of the Year. But um, you know, the commentators and you know United hype you up and they give you so much praise on what you mean for the team and what you do for the team and everything. And the you know your belief final. This is your chance to show what you're made of. Like this is the real game. Right. Like non. You know when you're facing like Brighton or you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, all these lower reg- regulation teams. Right. You know, this is a game West that Brom. you have to show. West Brom. This is the game you have to show up for. And he did not show up at all. He was running aimlessly in the midfield. He made some penetrating passes, but they didn't connect. It just felt like he really wasn't a key factor in this game. And that's the player I'm very, very disappointed in. Yeah. In this entire... Out of anyone on the field, that was the one player yeah, definitely I was like... No significant, like, presence. Yeah, that's so. the player I was like, okay... If United is going to win this game, he has to be the dude that has to win them the game. Yeah. There's right. no other player. Rashford, maybe. But it's going to... Bruno Fernandes is the key to the team. And he didn't show up. And that's why the game went to PKs and they lost. Yeah, what bothered me too is like, you know, like... Throughout like the last weeks of the season also, you see... Man U was sitting comfortably in second place, you know. There wasn't going to be a team that was going to, you know, surpass him. There was no way they were going to drop out of... Champions League contention for next season, you know? So, start figuring things out, you know? Like, try different things out in those games, you know? Leading into the final, you know? You got a Villarreal team that's busting their butt week in, week out, trying to 
you know, trying to make sure they get a Champions League or at least a Europa League spot again because they're, they were sitting in seventh place, you know. And I feel like Villarreal in this game, even just watching it, you know, you saw Foyth get his head almost bashed in by Pogba's leg. <laughs> and, you know, I think that just shows the, the their mentality and their spirit, you know, leading into this. It was, you know, like, we know we're not the better team. We're going to do, we're going to scrap. We're going to do whatever we got to do to make sure we win this. And, man, it was just okay and fine, which is passing the ball around, not doing anything, you know. So I feel like the mentality that Villarreal had, it was probably because, you know, they were busting their, you know, their back the rest of the, the whole rest of the season. So they had that, that energy, all that momentum, you know. Yeah. So they had like that that hunger when Man U was like, yeah, you know, it's good, you know. But there was but there was nothing. They're like, there was nothing impressive about this Man U team, and that's why a lot of different commenters after the game are like, you know, maybe Ali's not the right guy for this job because you you can't take throughout his whole career, you can't say that he's made this team much better. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been pretty much just stagnant. yeah, like plateauing. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, but kudos to Villarreal getting the Champions League spot. Yes, lads. We love to see it. Another La Liga team in the Champions. Another league in the, you know, another La Liga team in the Champions League. We love to see it. That's five. Five, yeah. Five. Let's get it. Crazy, crazy. But <laughs> yeah, so one more game. The biggest game of them all, the Champions League final mm. in Portugal, Chelsea, Manchester City. And oh my god, Pep. First off, I'm. I want to say I do not agree with what Pep Guardiola did with his starting lineup. It was a very. He shouldn't have tweaked it. He should not have tweaked his starting lineup. He should have just kept it the same. I don't understand why he started Gundogan as the six. Yeah, and have. Um, Bernardo Silva and Raheem, um, Sterling. Raheem Sterling as the ten. Raheem Sterling is not your your nine. He's not the ten. Why are you playing Raheem Sterling when you have literally and he's playing Kevin De Bruyne as the center mid as well right. as an eight? You're playing literally six offensive players and four defense. Yeah, literally yeah. back line and just the rest of the tag players. That's literally, and that was just a you know. A question, a scratch, head scratcher, just from there, and then when the game played out, City just did not look like the team that we like been, that shit, we've seen this entire. They they look like trash. Looked awful. The team that they did not look like the team we've seen this entire season. Um, props to Chelsea's defense though. They're, oh, yeah. I mean, they were playing a five back, but you know, parking the bus. Having City come to them, counter, can countering. That's literally all they did the entire game, and that's how they got their goal was off a counter attack. Yeah, lovely Mason Mount pass as well. Lovely. What was Inchenko doing? I don't know what he was doing. It was a great run too, though. It was a great run, but bad what defense. You, but what is yeah. he doing? He's, He's marking space. It was weird. He was like trying to stay like with the line, hoping that Kai Havertz would would just slightly drift offside. But he didn't. It's like, bro, at least at least get close to him, you know? Exactly. Don't let him. Don't leave him all that space, cause just in case he doesn't mess up, what happens? Oh, look, yeah, cool. didn't win he the Champions League. Yeah. He didn't mess up. And my my thing is with with what was wrong with what Sinchenko did. You see, Ruben Diaz. Yeah. Werner was making that out and wanted to the corner. Yeah. And you see Ruben Diaz going towards him. Your job is to slide. You're not supposed to be watching. You're supposed to slide over and take right. his position. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do it. And that yeah. cost them. Like, co- like, um, it literally cost them. Cover it cost them the no game. Cover. That yeah. one mistake cost them the game. Because once Chelsea, 
once Chelsea got that goal, all they were going to do is sit back and just absorb all the Man City attacks. Correct. And you knew that was going that was their tactic the entire time. And it just felt, yeah. you know, it just didn't look like the Man City. The urgency wasn't there. And then right. when the De Bruyne got hurt too. Yeah, De got hurt by Rudiger. Yeah, yeah, that was Rudiger had that crazy tackle on Phil Foden. Oh yeah, like, like basically game winning tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he hit the just Phil Foden standing with the ass out of his left boot, and mm-hmm. it was like perfectly timed. Yeah, that was nice in the first half. Yeah, and there was that one where Raheem Sterling got a ball from Ederson, and he just took a shite first touch. And it kind of like it's right behind him, and then Reese James oh, yeah. just toblos, not toblos, mm-hmm. but he like pokes it pokes away. away. Yeah, I remember that. And Mares missed another one. He yeah, missed right footed, uh, last like minute of yeah. the game. Oh my god, that was. Oh my god, almost went top in. But yeah, I think yeah, I think Pep definitely. You know, you can put the blame all in the players as well, but it also falls back yeah. on the manager and how you set up your team. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on that because we've seen we were like we're assuming that. Is going to be the same lineup that went up against PSG. Right. But I think that's Man City's best lineup. Oh, 100%. So, what was your thoughts about seeing six attacking, essentially six attacking players and four defensive players? Uh, honestly, it bothers me. You know, I'm a center defensive mid, and like I praise that position because it's so important. Like, you're basically, besides your attacking players, you know, your job is to sit right in front of your back line, you know, cut plays, anticipate, and distribute. You know, that. Defense, that center defensive midfield position is what connects your attack and your defense. So that position is so vital. And the fact that he had Gundogan playing there. And what makes no sense is Gundogan has been scoring majority of your goals this season. And you have him playing there. It's like, bro, he's a lot more... He's a, he's creative. He can put, you know, finishes away, whether it's a tap-in or a shot. It's like, bro, there's no reason for him to play there. You got Rodri and Fernandinho. And both of them, you know, Fernandinho towards the end of the season, I think, had a better... Um, did better than Roji. I don't know if it was because of experience and he's a veteran player or what, but if any, you know, at least put Fernandinho back there. You know, he's a guy that's going to go into a tackle, you know. He's a guy, he's not he's not as quick as Kante, but it's a player like that caliber kind of, you know. He can kind of just sit there, he'll roam around a bit, but he's going to, you know, get in, get stuck into a challenge, you know. Um, it's like a it's like a lighter dose of Casemiro, basically, you mm-hmm. know, if I had to compare him with someone. And I think if anything, just put him or Roji there and, you know, yeah, take out Sterling. Use the same guys you're using, you know. Uh, Gundogan, Foden, you know, players like that. You know, you still have Amarez, you know. And I don't know why Bernardo Silva was playing also. He's not even, he's not even quick. You know, he's a nice little crafty guy, but he's not, he's not going to get by. Oh, I forget what's the, what's, what the defender's name Which is. One? Uh, the left back. Who's playing left back? Uh, Chua. Chua. Yeah, you're not gonna get past Chua at all. Like Chua's got pace, you know. Like, so I don't know. I feel like he should have used Mares more in that position on the right, on the right hand side. Have players like Gundogan, De Bruyne, and Fofoden around him create something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think he. I just Pep just had just Pep as smart as as good as a manager that as Pep is on these big games. He always tends to tweak it a little bit too much and overthink it or tries to be a little bit too creative. And recently, it just hasn't been working out. It didn't yeah, work out at yeah. Bayern. Hasn't worked out recently with Man City in the Champions League, and he decided to do it on the on the wrong game as well. So. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the formation change? Have Gunawan play the six? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely agree with Chris. Like, Gunawan is definitely like an attacking player, and I think having him anywhere near defense is just bad for Man City because he can. Cut. I mean, he can cut the plays, anticipate, and do like, I mean, defensive responsibilities as an attacking mid or like, 
even like as a false nine or whatever they have him play like i just definitely having him in the attack and like not having him focus on defense would help them a little more i think but um i think they deserve to have more chances too and i don't think they played as like to their up to par for sure yeah i agree on that um so same question as prior are you more impressed by the way chelsea played and their tactics or are you more disappointed in the way Man City played throughout the entire ninety minutes? On Chris, this one, on this on, one, I'd I'd split, I'd split for this one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Chelsea did a great job defensively, because you know that's basically what we've seen Chelsea do. That's what we saw them do against Atletico um, Madrid in the first leg and the second leg. You know, that's all they've been really doing, just kind of sitting, absorbing pressure, being organized, and and catching teams on the counter. You know, by like, you know they've had issues. Scoring and luckily it wasn't Timo Werner on the end of that that goal, <laughs> and so you know it was it was it was nice to see Kai Havertz too. And I don't know if you saw the interview at the end oh, yeah, where he dropped yeah, a couple yeah. f bombs. Yeah, um, that was pretty funny. That was absolutely but, hilarious. Excuse your but, yeah, language. Exactly. But, I mean, it, it was. I think it was an appropriate response. Yeah. No, for sure, bro. He's yeah. won the Champions League. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, like, um, you're really expensive, and he's like, dude, really? Like, yeah, I don't give a, you know, we're from the Champions League. But yeah, I'm also very very disappointed in in Man City's performance. Mainly on how they, how they, they played in the first yeah. half without a center defensive mid, so how that was pretty rough. Alex, your thoughts on are you more impressed by the way Chelsea played, or are you more disappointed the way Man City played in the full? I think I was more impressed with Chelsea. Like I know they didn't have as much possession compared to Man City, but I think when like they had the ball, they definitely were like trying to make things happen, um, moving it quickly. And they were hustling off the ball too, mm-hmm. like Mason Mount coming back, like f- like a fifty yard recovery run just to get the ball back. Like uh, it was just like the hustle that I think Chelsea just came out with, and they had only been going up ever since TT basically became the yeah. the manager. So I'm happy for them, honestly. Yeah. Even though I would have loved to see Man City win. So definitely disappointed, but definitely more impressed with Chelsea. Yeah, sure. I, I have to agree on that. I'm actually very impressed by the way Chelsea played. I thought Ngolo Kante, Chilwell, and Reece James. Like Ngolo Kante is the best CDM in the world. No one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. That man is the absolute... That man is 30 Beast. years old, and he is, he is the most important player on that team. Yeah. If you tell me any other player, isn't, any other player besides him is more important on Chelsea... I'm going to say you're crazy. Right. Because he is literally the vocal point. He was cutting off so many plays. Mares couldn't get by him. De Bruyne couldn't get by him. Um, Sterling couldn't get by him. Even Sterling can't get by anyone. <laughs> um, you had uh, Phil Foden couldn't get by him. No, no, no one could get by him. It was insane how... Yeah, like those 1v1 battles were just very important. Exactly. And I remember, Conte was winning all of them. Exactly. I remember one time, Mares was on his left foot outside the box... And he goes for a fake shot, and Conte reads it and just taps it away from him. And if he didn't do that, Mars was gonna get a, a shot on his left foot, yeah. going near post on the goal. On Conte goal. was like, "I remember you, bro. These are from the Leicester days." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's, "He's like, I know exactly." Yeah, he's like, "Come on, bro. You can't fool me." <laughs> Unless the boys be showing up, Chilwell and yeah. Conte be showing up. But yeah. yeah, I was very impressed by the way Chelsea played. Uh, thought Chilwell played a fantastic game. Reese James played fantastic. Oh, Reese James, yeah. I thought, and Conte, I thought those three absolutely killed it. Yeah. And remain reasons why mm-hmm. Chelsea won the game. 
and big boy Christian Pulisic, first American to play and win win a Champions League, even though he did absolutely nothing and missed the goal. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he tried chipping over Ederson and and he missed wide. And he's still trash, but it's all good. But <laughs> he is pretty fast, though. Yeah. He is pretty fast, but he missed a sitter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, literally. That would have been history, right? Been real history. That would have been, been real yeah. history. American. An American score. score? That'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. Just get, just got to him. He's like, oh. He's like, oh my god, I'm here right now. Like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Shanks. But yeah, I but, think I was most impressed. Well, I, because I've always liked Thomas Tuchel. You know, I always I liked him when he was at Dortmund. And, you know, he definitely took PSG to the final last year as well. But I feel like you can tell the difference from his man management as well. You know, obviously at PSG, he's got a bunch of egos, a bunch of characters, drama mm-hmm. queens, guys that think they're the... Better you know, than everybody. Exactly. And you get a, you put him with a bunch of young guys or some, you know, young guys that hustle. And that, that want that to win. Are hungry to win, exactly. That have that drive and th- like that Mason commitment. Mount. Like, I think he yeah. loves Mason Mount. I've been watching him. Oh, Mason said. Mount's a baller. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love him. Besides Phil Foden, I'll say Mason Mount's my favorite English player right now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, like you got like. The youngsters. Yeah, you got like guys like that. Reese James, you know, Chilwell, you know, Rudiger had an amazing year, Kante. And, you know, and obviously has a good German connection with Havertz and, and, and Werner. And, and what's nice about him, too, is that, you know, even when he gets asked about all the shots that, that they've both missed or that, you know, they're not living up to their expectations, to their, yeah, expectations or their, their bill, mm-hmm. you know, how much they pay for him. He's always, you know, giving positive feedback. He's like, yeah, you know what happens? You, you know, the goals will start coming eventually. You just got to be patient. So, exactly. so I think he's been doing a great job with this team. Yeah, he has been doing a very good job with this team. And, and, my dad said this earlier, and my dad's been on prior episodes. He said, Chelsea is the one dangerous team that can give Man City trouble. And we've seen it literally throughout this entire season. They lost three times to them. Yeah. They lost in the FA Cup semifinal, lost in the Premier League, and they lost in the Champions League final. Yeah. So we literally... And as soon didn't as, learn his lesson. Yeah. I, mean, exactly. I saw this interesting tweet when it was like, Thomas Tuchel beat uh, Man City... When they had one center defensive mid, when they played with two center defensive mids, and they played with no center defensive mids. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> <That's a game. laughs> yeah. yeah. What can you do about that? But yeah, I was, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm more impressed by Chile, but still, I'm very disappointed by Man City as well. Um, Mares, I was expecting more from him. Yeah. Didn't really do much. He was being literally, Chilwell and Reese James were playing so well. And they were just clenching onto the Man City wingers. They couldn't do anything. Mars couldn't do anything. Sterling can. You barely even saw Sterling touch the ball. Yeah. And you were just like, is he even on the field? So like, what are you on the field for, bro? Like, exactly. He didn't. He couldn't get him behind. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. What's funny too is that they lost the FA Cup, but they won the Champions League. So they probably like, yeah, screw the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah like, you know, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have been nice to win both. That would have been really yeah. impressive for sure. I exactly. think it'll be a great race next year too for Prem. You know, you got if you can get Liverpool back, you know, to their healthy form. Man mm-hmm. City, if they you know continue playing well, and this Chelsea side, we might see. You know, and if Leicester does well, you might see. Just think about it. You might see a Man U squad in fourth place, or maybe out of fourth place if they don't get some reinforcements or some better coaching. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the season. That is the end of the season. Oh lord. Oh lord. End of season one. The end of season one of the Karenos and Tercius podcast. It's been a blast doing this. With the main man, it's been an absolute pleasure. You know, I thought we would never do this, but yeah. here we are <laughs> doing podcast episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. 
And man, it's been a crazy ride. It's been great, man. It's been amazing. It's been awesome. So nice Glad having Alex here. here. Yeah. Nice having Alex. Finally, I've been kind of uh, faking, honestly. <laughs> she, she's been trying to get on the podcast episodes, but she's nervous. always like, I'm a little oh, she's like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to act. But <laughs> yeah, I think she did good for her first time. I think so. She yeah, did well. Yeah. She Very did well. well. But season two is coming soon for the Euros and the Copa, and the Copa America, CONCACAF Champions you know, Concaf League, Nations League, League, Nations League. What the hell is it? Summer. Tra- <laughs> it's the it's, it's a Northern American. Yeah, so many, <laughs> so many different like new tournaments coming. Like what the hell? You know, like yeah, you got, like, the, the UEFA Nations League. Yeah, there's there's, Concaf, like, there's, there's too many. But season two is summer tournaments. Let's get it. Let's go, man. And you know, we're gonna be talking about chance rumors. We'll give you throwback episodes. Oh, yeah. We'll give you a bunch of different stuff. You know, it's not mainly gonna be Euros and all that, but. We'll give you some other stuff because we want to switch it up, try something new, you know, instead of having, you know, games of the week every week, switch it up. You know, we might put some, like we said, we might do some sneak peeks with our, you know, 2009 Barca team versus the 2015 Barca team, MSN oh, oh, nice. versus Henri. We'll see about that, <laughs> but we'll see about that, but... Um, yeah, it's been... A little bias over here. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, that was the first trouble, bro. I've never cried in my entire life until then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to give you some different content for season two, and we're excited to drop it. And yeah, that's it for season one. Pleasure. Chris, any final words for the people? Just as always, KTP, baby. KTV baby. We love y'all. Stay safe and peace.